the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio? With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Biden's approval rating declined in March. Here's correspondent Bernie Bennett. When tracking President Biden's job approval daily, people sometimes get so caught up in the day to day fluctuations they miss the bigger picture. To look at the longer-term trends, Rasmussen reports compiles the numbers on a full-month basis. The president's earned a monthly job approval of 41% in March, down one point from February. 57% disapproved of his job performance in March, unchanged from February. Daily tracking results are collected via telephone and online surveys of 500 likely voters per night. The monthly numbers are based on approximately 10,000 voters per month. Bernie Bennett reporting. Also at SRNews.com, the former chief prosecutor for the International Criminal Court is now calling for an international arrest warrant to be issued for Russian President Vladimir Putin. Carla Del Ponte spoke to the Swiss newspaper Le Temps in an interview and said Putin is definitely a war criminal. This is SRN News. In his latest book, Eric Metaxas presents the unraveling of atheism. Finding so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Join us for Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, April 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new science-based evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit and sharp logic will make this event come to life. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, and you're going to embark on a 10-day adventure you remember forever. It's the Stand with Israel Tour, November 30th through December 9th. Register today and see the full itinerary at am1280thepatriot.com. Your weather, today mostly sunny and a high of 50. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and a chance of rain, high of 46. For your Monday, partly sunny and a high of 49. The Nard with Pittsburgh is next. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. I've been in here pretty much every Saturday for the last 18 years, going on 19. Ergo, going on 20 years, uh, hosting the longest live conservative talk show in Minnesota. Uh, I mean, Jason Lewis probably comes close if you put his two hitches together, but we don't. So here we are, going on 20 years. Myself, Brad Carlson, The Closer, tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280. The new guy, Jack Tomzak, 3 to 5 this afternoon. King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, we dominate Twin Cities weekend media. We are benevolent despots, but despots nonetheless. Uh, The opposite of Vladimir Putin, 
nonetheless, the, the opposite of Xi Jinping, for that matter. But nonetheless, we rule with an iron, albeit silken glove clad hand. So, uh, how how you doing today? Uh, by the way, I found every weekday morning on ShotInTheDark.info, along with uh, my co-writers, uh, First Ringer, Mr. D, and for the last couple of weeks, Jeff Kuba, who's been joining us after a extended, far too long uh, hiatus from the blogging world. He's back with a vengeance, presumably saving up material for much of this last 10, 12 years or so since his original blog uh, went off the air. Glad to see him there. So after all these years, 20 years and counting, I finally have a group blog. At any rate, the number to call to join us here, 651-289-4488. Operators are standing by there or on our social media presence on Twitter, Gab, MeWe, Parlor, and Getter. We are Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show. On uh, on all of the major social media platforms, Twitter, Gab, Bewe, Parler, Getter, uh, you can reach us via that hashtag. Operators are standing by there as well if you'd rather not go on the phone. We're also on Facebook. We have a video stream running even as we speak. Stop by at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. For those of you who need your radio to come with a picture of a guy waving at the camera, that's me. Hi, how you doing? Uh, feel free to join us there. We have uh, people who join in regularly from greater Minnesota. Great to have you there, wherever you are as well as those of you joining us via the live stream at am12a.thepatriot.com. Those of you joining us somewhere in the future via the podcast, hey, wherever you are, this is Mitch from the past. So it's almost like time travel, except I'm not actually there with you. Or am I? Anywhere was I? Oh, yeah. And, of course, uh, via the uh, via good old-fashioned AM and FM radio, am twelve eighty. FM 107.5 in the West Metro. However you join us, glad to have you here. Say hi if you're watching via or listening, watching via the live stream, listening via any of our social media presence, or just give us a call. Anyway, so this is, by all accounts, one of the great years ever to be a Republican and looking ahead at a midterm election. I mean, partly because of just the truism of the party that is not in the White House usually does pretty well in the first midterm of any new administration. I mean, that's true of great presidents like Ronald Reagan. It was true of very successful presidents in their first term like Richard Nixon. It was true of Franklin Delano Roosevelt when he won the presidency with a massive mandate in 1932. It was true of Ronald Reagan who won the presidency with the greatest, most lopsided landslide in history, he gave back a few seats. The Republicans gave back a few seats in 1982. It happens with all the great presidents. And we don't have a great president today. We've got, for my money, the worst president of my lifetime. It took 40 years, but Jimmy Carter finally has competition for that role. I wouldn't, you know, what I, I might have to actually rethink that now that I talk about it. I mean, not to go off on a tangent here, but I'm going off on a tangent. The, 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 for most of my adult life, really all of my adult life, I look back on the Carter administration of my of my teenage years, because he left office when I was eighteen, and I, I I look back and by the way I was still very much uh, I considered myself a Democrat or at least a liberal uh, when he left office. It took me a while to warm up to Ronald Reagan. I was not a Reagan fan during uh, my first year of college, probably. It warmed up slowly uh, when my college English professor told me, yeah, Mitch, in his Queens accent, he was a son of a New York cop. And he said, I was sitting in his office talking with him one day. He said, Mitch, you're not a Democrat, and I'm going to prove it to you. And he did. And in 1984, he voted for Ronald Reagan. So that shows how I 
gradually warmed up and cooled off on the legacy of Jimmy Carter. To tell you how much how, though, even as a young, not especially well-read person who voted Democrat, because that was just sort of the way his family always voted, uh, not that I ever got to vote. I mean, I was three weeks too young to vote in the 1980 election, but I, 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 I even then, even though I'd always considered myself uh, a liberal, even though I had written a platform for 1980 North Dakota Boys State that would have made Paul Wellstone blanch and say, yeah, Mitch, dial it back a little bit there. Uh, that was the best Paul Wellstone impression I could manage. I'm sorry to the legacy of the late senator, but I don't think it was that bad. Anyway, I, I wrote a platform that would have made Paul Wellstone blanch, that would have made Bernie Sanders go, uh, Mitch, you might want to dial it. I know that's you more Yogi Bear. That's more Yogi Bear than Bernie Sanders. I'm doing the best I can. Brad Carlson is the impressions guy. I'll need to get him in to do some of these Bernie Sanders, Paul Wellstone impressions. I'm not even going to try Reagan because it always winds up sounding like Clint Eastwood. Go ahead, Gorbachev. Make my day. I, I can do an okay. Uh, if, if Marlon Brando ever comes back from the dead and becomes president, I'm golden. Where was I? Oh, yeah. We were talking about uh, Jimmy Carter. Even in 1980, even... At the time when I was considering myself very much a liberal, I had cooled off really hard on Jimmy Carter, partly because I was a history buff and I was seeing that all of his policies were policies that never, ever, 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 ever worked in all of human history. By the way, it's even more correct today. And and as someone who saw himself as a Democrat but studied world history, military history, history in general, I just thought, well, yeah, being an appeaser does not work. And allowing your nation to be kicked around and used as a lapdog by the likes of the Iranian revolutionaries in 1979, double, 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 triple, quadruple does not work. So I had I been, I don't know, I guess it was more like five weeks older. Had I been five weeks older, I would have likely voted for John Anderson, who was a, quote, moderate Republican, who was a, a third party. He was, he was to the 1980 election what, uh, what's his, whatever his name, Holton, Tom Horner was to the 2010 gubernatorial election here in Minnesota. He was a spoiler put up by liberals to try and soak votes away from uh, Republican uh, in the hopes that there was a, a mass wave of moderate Republicans that would defect from the party because Ronald Reagan was so scary. It didn't happen in 1980. It was an epic landslide, uh, exceeded only by that four years later uh, when Walter Mondale's electoral future was erased with extreme prejudice. Uh, again, that was then. I I would have voted for John Anderson just because I couldn't quite bring myself to Ronald Reagan, of whom I of whom I was terrified by the propaganda that left was putting out about him back then, just as they do today. Couldn't quite bring myself to vote for Jimmy Carter. And so my entire adult life, I mean, half the reason was the fact that I, I studied history. Half the reason was that I was probably 14 or 15 years old. And I remember listening to his malaise speech. I don't know why I was listening to the president's speech on the radio, but I remember hearing the speech that was later characterized as the malaise speech. And my my progressive friend said, hey, he never actually said the word malaise on the air. Well, that's true. He didn't. It didn't turn up in a speech. It was uh, one of the media analysts the next day who referred to it as the malaise speech. And it stuck. The thing is, he didn't have to say the word malaise as a 15 year old. Look at 14, 15, whatever I was at the time, maybe 16. I was looking at going out into the world, creating, grabbing some piece of the world for myself. And listening to this speech, 
and thinking, well, so what he's saying is, I got mine. Good luck getting yours. There's going to be a lot less for you, and you're just going to have to like it or lump it, punk. I mean, that's how I took it. That's That was the not the words of the message, but that was the effect of the message of the Malay's speech. And I thought, well, he's pretty much saying in as many words that the world I'm inheriting from him and his generation isn't going to be as nearly, nearly as, as, as good, as prosperous, as worth living in as the one he did, as the one he got. He's basically saying, you're going to be fighting for a smaller piece of the pie, kid, so tighten up your belt. And I was having none of that. It took me a few years to realize that conservatism, the free market, free enterprise, uh, anti-communism was the way to achieve that, to make the world bigger and better and more prosperous for everyone from the top of the food chain to the bottom. That was the way to go. It took me for a few years to realize that that and not trying to tax us into a utopia was the answer. And I, I remember very much that feeling that Jimmy Carter uh, presided over a terrible, terrible presidency. And he did. And it's easy to look at Joe Biden so far after one year. That's right. One year. It's only been one year. And think, oh, yeah, it's 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 time for Jimmy Carter to to climb off the, 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 the throne as the worst president of my lifetime. And it's true. But looking back over the last 12 years, I have to thank those who call this the current administration, the third Obama term aren't too far off. The world we see now, especially the nation we see now, a a. a a nation whose foreign policy has been turned into a, a, an ugly, stupid joke in the name of showing gravitas after the Trump administration. A, a nation full of people who detest each other, who are getting apart from each other as fast as they can move. A nation full of people who are just this side of coming to blows physically and have long gone past the side of coming to blows verbally, rhetorically, politically. People who just don't like each other very much. Uh, a nation full of institutions that half the nation believes should be made into the rule of law and the other half don't trust at all. And by the way, I'm talking about both sides there. Both sides detest everything to do with, above, about, beyond, and through each other. Barack Obama. I mean, this is the nation Barack Obama built. This is the nation of whom the response to which was Donald Trump. Make no mistake about that, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump was what he was, and in a great, to a great extent, he was a reflex response to the eight years of Barack Obama. And people out there, if you're, if you're a national public radio correspondent listening to me say that, you're saying, oh, it's the racists coming out. No, no, no. It's the regular Americans who are tired, sick and tired of America being turned against itself as Obama most assuredly did. That's, that's the reaction I'm talking about here. And so it, seeing that, the nation as this is right now, as we, as we endure the worst president of my adult lifetime, the worst president since Woodrow Wilson, I, I can say that with complete assurance, should I say it, the worst co-president since Woodrow Wilson, because in a sense, Barack Obama is still sitting above and beyond all of this if not calling the shots, at least having paved the groundwork 
for the disaster we see unfolding around us throughout our society, throughout Western civilization today. It's not all Barack Obama's fault. He's just a Pied Piper of Hamlin who led the progressives out into the daylight, into, into power in the major institutions in this country. Uh, one of a, several generations of them have been doing this ever since Woodrow Wilson's administration over 100 years ago. Now, Americans, and I will say real Americans, I mean, those of us who are listening to this station, those of us who believe in, in the good of this, of this nation's legacy, of this society's legacy, of Western civilization's legacy, are telling each other, we've, we've had enough, we don't want to take it anymore. We are ready to bum-rush those polls in biblical numbers here. But there's one key missing piece that I think we have to address as not just a Republican Party, but as a conservative movement. And I'll talk about it when we come back. 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done. Champion Plumbing wants to empower you to be the champion in your home when it comes to plumbing. Go to their YouTube channel for step-by-step videos explaining how to fix common household plumbing issues. Do you have low water pressure? Have you drained your water heater this year? Champion Plumbing has videos to guide you through it. And if you get stuck, they're only a call away. Subscribe to their YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash champion plumbing. We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family. You can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home, and My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. This is Al Malmberg. This Sunday morning on the World of Aviation, we'll speak with Tim Callister, who will be inducted into the Minnesota Aviation Hall of Fame on April 23rd. Tim grew up on a farm in West Concord and began dreaming of flying at the age of seven. He joined the Army in 1968, flying attack helicopters in Vietnam, receiving the Distinguished Flying Cross along with the Bronze Star and the Air Medal. Join us Sunday morning at 10.05 on AM 1280, The Patriot, for the World of Aviation. Are you ready for home improvement season? For all your electrical, trust the local pros at Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is known as the troubleshooting experts, and they specialize in old homes, kitchen and bathroom renovations, electric vehicle chargers, rewiring, or just adding outlets for convenience. Early Bird does it all with the best guarantee in the trade. Early Bird even offers same-day and 24-7 emergency service. 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. 612, The Bird. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. 
text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us via hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show, on Twitter, Gab, MeWe, Parlor, and Getter. You can watch the live stream on Facebook, which is at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And if you know me on Facebook, what the heck, you can contact me there as well. I mean, what the heck? I'm available every possible way that you can imagine. So, it's what we do every Saturday here and Sunday on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I, I, in my intro, I, I mentioned that I have been on the air longer continuously than any other conservative talk show host in the Twin Cities. It's going on 19 years now. I'm in my literally 19th year on the air on this program, which in terms of continuous time is the longest any conservative talk show host has been on the air in the history of Twin Cities Radio, along with the rest of the guys. King Banyan has been there original uh, since the original crowd as well. Now, I found a person named Pat, uh, no last name, uh, no, no hometown uh, listed here, uh, points out to me. Jason Lewis was on five days a week. You was to bloviate about apples and oranges. You're right, Pat. Jason Lewis is on five days a week for a grand total of well over 10 years. I I have been on 18 years for one day a week, sometimes two. You're right. I have been cut down to size. What is it all about anyway? It's all a lie. You're right. I'm done. Goodbye. April Fool. 651-289-4488, the number. I don't care. Of course I'm on one day a week. Jeez. I mean, if someone wants to pony up for a sponsorship to put me on morning or afternoon drive, uh, have your people call my people. Duh! I'm on one day a week. But it has been one day a week for going on 19 years. I mean, there you have it. I mean. A little bit of hyperbole never killed any, almost anyone. Anyway, Pat, thanks for listening all these years. 651-289-4488. Uh, we're talking about uh, about the, the Democrats' odds this year. And again, this should be a year when Republicans are able to pull something off. It's almost like we, we've had voters put into delivery containers and dropped off on our front doors. Uh, my co-writer at Shot in the Dark, Mr. D, wrote a great piece this pack, uh, past week called Panic in Donkville. Uh, almost impossible to put up lipstick on the, the pig the Biden administration is, says Mr. D. All the polls are in the um, toilet, and, and the only numbers that are going up are in the grocery aisles. Very, very true. Those are literally the only uh, numbers that are going anywhere uh, near up. Meanwhile, as Joel Kotkin notes, uh, Biden and the rest of the party are doing their best Thelma and Louise imitation, especially where the environment is concerned. And by the way, while it is a Thelma and Louise imitation, there will never be another Gina Davis. Uh, uh, Mr. D quotes Joel uh, Kotkin, who's one of the urbanists that are actually worth reading, uh, who hey, Kotkin writes, quote, 
The cave into the Greens has increased the Democrats' economic vulnerability, uh, particularly in the wake of Russian aggression and the continued role of China as the world's dominant greenhouse gas emitter. The well-funded American environmental elite lack the grudging sense of realism of their German counterparts who have been forced to reconsider some of their energy policies in the light of the invasion and the imminent cutoff of Russian gas, or perhaps even worse, being forced to buy it in rubles. Uh, That's me editorializing there. Uh, But in resource-rich America, the Green Grandiers still oppose boosting fossil fuel energy supplies despite 80% of voters and an equal percentage of Democrats favoring the use of both fossil fuels and renewables. And nukes. Uh, Public support for net zero on the Green New Deal hovers right around 20%, which in political terms may as well be zero. I mean, in a society where 30% plus of the population will vote for Democrats, anything, anything Democrat, 30% will vote for perhaps more, uh, will vote for anything that the Democrat Party gets behind. The fact that something comes in at 20, a pet proposal of the progressive wing of the Democratic Party coming in at 20% might as well be zero. And as Mr. D points out, you don't want to get uh, athwart of the 80-20 rule. But somewhere, the Democrats have done exactly that. And it's got some of the Clinton crowd up in arms. Uh, Joel Kotkin, again, cultural issues represent another fault line uh, with the, between the bulk of the electorate and the tin-eared elites of the party. Democrats have embraced what former Bill Clinton strategist James Carville scathingly labels, quote, the politics of the faculty lounge. I love that line. And as such, uh, supports for the increasingly discredited Black Lives Matter movement and its calls for defunding the police. Cotton continues, this idea rather, may be beloved at places like Harvard, but among the less elevated mortals, it is wildly unpopular, even among minorities. I would say especially among minorities, by the way, uh, since we saw the defund movement, or, sorry, the abolish the police or restructure the police uh, measure in Minneapolis get defeated most emphatically in North Minneapolis, you know, where the crime is, including, by the way, two of the nation's African-American mayors, uh, Houston uh, Mayor Sylvester Turner and New York's Eric Adams. Voters view crime as the second most pressing issue after the economy and inflation. Here again, the survey results are equally distressing for the progressive agenda. Voters, according to one recent survey, blame the Democrats for the current crime wave by a margin of two to one which is why, by the way, they're so busy backpedaling on crime right now and apparently not successfully yet. Just you wait. Moderate Democrats like retiring Florida Congresswoman Stephanie Murphy, herself a refugee from Vietnam, found her support for legislation that would penalize undocumented criminals, get her labeled as anti-immigrant by the party's dominant progressive mob. It's getting down to the point where moderate, relatively moderate Democrats like Tim Waltz have to completely kneel, bow, and scrape before the progressive majority in the party, the progressive extremists that, in particular, call the shots with the Minnesota DFL to get anywhere within their own party. I mean, they had to do that, in Tim Tim Waltz's case, to to become governor in the first place. Had he not basically looked at the progressive majority in the DFL, especially the Metro DFL, and said, jump, jump, ladies and gentlemen? Sure. How high and off what? I mean, taking on Peggy Flanagan as a lieutenant governor and giving her equal billing before the media 
fact, in, at, at times it seems like like Lieutenant Governor Flanagan is in front of the camera more often than Governor Klink is. Should tell you something about who actually uh, wears the sarong in the current administration. At any rate, this is the sign that with the polls, I, we had that at the top of the hour news. Biden's numbers are down. His uh, approval numbers are down by another point, down well into the 40s, low 40s, upper 30s, I believe. And his approval numbers, I should say his disapproval numbers, are unchanged and well over 50 percent, which is catastrophic for a president heading into a midterm. I mean, this is second term midterm numbers if things have gone particularly bad. This is this is no other way to look at it but a catastrophic set of numbers. This is something that the Republican Party should be looking at and thinking, here is great opportunity. And that's what makes me nervous. The Republican Party, in so many ways, has maybe the one institution in Minnesota that has changed not one iota since I've gotten involved. I first started getting poking my nose into Republican Party uh, party politics here in Minnesota probably, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago. Uh, I, I first started. I start, I've been going to caucuses since I don't know the late '80s, early '90s. I've been involved, for the most part, at some level or another, pretty much since I moved to Minnesota. But in terms of being an activist, it, it's really been. Uh, in terms of going out to caucuses, it's been a function of the last 20 years, and it's been what 12 years that I've actually become a party officer and gotten involved in the party itself. After being urged by Michael Broadcorp, former uh, co-host of this show, uh, going back to the 2006-2010 era of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, he said, yeah, the man in the arena is the one he should be paying attention to. I figured, okay, I better get in the arena then. He was right. He's, by the way, apologized for that uh, statement. Unnecessarily so. He was right. Uh, I did get involved, and I'm back involved as of... uh, as of caucus time this year, I'm back involved in retail politics in, in District 65. But uh, there's some there's a current in Republican Party politics that just kind of makes me feel that in its own way, it is why we are doomed to be the 1980 Tampa Bay Buccaneers of politics. Or perhaps to put it more appositely for Minnesota, we are doomed to be the every Minnesota sports team of Minnesota politics. We'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-life across America. 
is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code RAIN for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code RAIN. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. We won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a new source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, big news coming up here. The Is Atheism Dead discussion with Eric Metaxas event coming up at the end of April uh, is nearly, I shouldn't say sold out. The VIP tickets are getting down to almost nothing. Eric Metaxas will be coming to town to guide us through archaeological evidence, new discoveries supported by chemistry, and the biggest questions in the universe. And that's going to be a big event. Thursday, April 28th, 7 o'clock at the Plymouth Covenant Church. Reserve your seats now at am1280thepatriot.com. Very limited number of VIP meet and greet seats available. By the way, our thanks to GTS HVAC, who are uh, supporting this event, sponsoring the event. Eric Metaxas coming to town, discussing, is atheism dead? Discussing with Eric Metaxas. You owe it to yourself to be there. 651-289-4488, the number to call uh, to join us here or join us at hashtag NarnShow. On, uh, let's see, uh, all the social media, basically, Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter. And I'd uh, love to hear from you. Anyway, we're talking about, about the electoral gift that the progressive wing is giving us right now here in, in, nationwide and here in Minnesota. And by the way, this not to blow my own horn, but I'm going to blow my own horn for a little bit. What did I say uh, on election night 2018 when uh, we had a terrible midterm during Trump's first uh, term in office, uh, which led to a, a set of mixed, re- generally good Republican results, although less than ideal results for Republicans in Minnesota uh, in 2020. And of course, the loss of the White House in 2020. What did I say uh, in 2018? Uh, the, the best thing you can take away from this bad night 
in November 2018 is that the Democrats, the progressive wing, especially the Democratic Party, will overreach. You can take that to the bank. They will. You, you get them anywhere near power. They are like Keith Richards in 1976 getting near a tub of Bolivian marching powder. He cannot help himself but to dive in neck first, <laughs> snorting away. Uh, with, I mean, if you can just picture that, I'll just leave you with that image there. Uh, I don't know if it's ever happened with Keith Richard head down in a, in a bathtub full of cocaine, but boy, the image is right there. Anyway, point being, that's what the progressive wing of the Democratic Party is like. Like Keith Richard at Studio 54 going after line after line after line off the table. Only this time it's power, not the Peruvian nose candy. They get power they cannot stop. They are like Shane McGowan and bottles of whiskey. They get it. They figure they're not, they may not get another shot, so they're going to do all of it that they can. And they have. Since, mid, since the 2018 midterms, as much power as they've had, they've exercised. And now that they're in the White House, now that they control the regulatory apparatus even actively rather than passive-aggressively, as they did during the Trump administration, they are going to town with it. And it shows. And you're seeing the inevitable results of that in your grocery bills, in your fuel bills, in your in, in, in looking at the world around you. And by the way, the, the misery's only begun here, folks. It, it's going to it's going to get worse before midterms. And if the midterms don't go astoundingly well for the Republicans and and if the 2024 presidential election doesn't have a result, just this side of a peaceful revolution, then it's going to get much worse, much, much worse here, folks. Uh, and yet the Republican Party, especially here in Minnesota, seems to be heck bent on taking that and squandering it. And, and I'm not saying that because we have a six way race for governor going on right now. That's that's the way the electoral process works. That's the way the Republican Party usually is at this stage of the race here. We have a six way race. Uh, the front runner appears to be Scott Jensen at this point here right now. But there are five challengers, I believe, last time I counted. Uh, Michelle Benson, Neil Shaw, uh, Mike Murphy, uh, Kendall Qualls. I, I know I'm missing someone. Oh, uh, Stan, Rich Stanek uh, also running in there as well. And uh, Paul Gazalka. Thank you very much. Uh, that's I mean, it's a six way race right run now running right. Now. And by the way, it, not that it's a high bar, but I would absolutely positively take any one of them over Governor Clink. I think most of the people in this audience would. There's absolutely no reason to to f- feel it. The, the only reason anyone should think Governor Clink would be a, a viable alternative is because the DFL has much worse in store. If Governor Clink were removed from office, you'd get Peggy Flanagan. If Peggy Flanagan weren't the governor, uh, Aaron Murphy would have been. Uh, and if there's anything worse than Governor Clink in the Minnesota State Capitol, it would have to be any of the Aarons. Aaron Murphy, Aaron Wade, who was the lieutenant governor candidate endorsed by the DFL convention four years ago. Uh, so it could be worse. And it will be if the GOP doesn't pull itself together. Here's... Here's my observation, and I say this as someone who got involved in retail politics with the Republican Party for real in 2010, driven, as you may recall, by uh, Michael Broadcorb uh, discussing with a uh, CD4 official on the old Michael Broadcorb King Banyan show uh, about, uh, about how easy it was for people from the sidelines to snipe at people who were in the arena. And he, he cited 
the Teddy Roosevelt man in the arena speech, saying it's the, the people who are in the arena actually getting the job done, actually playing the game, actually fighting the fight that you need to pay attention to. Because people outside, people heckling from the cheap seats, and what is conservative talk radio but people heckling from the cheap seats for, for the most part, that's what we are. We are hecklers to the po- political process, or perhaps supporters shouting our encouragement from the sidelines. Either way, we're on the sidelines for the most part. There are talk show hosts who run for office. To them, I give all my respect. I don't dare try. I truly don't. I've been asked. I have demurred reluctantly in some cases, but I have had to demur just because the the DFL's oppo research file on me it just glows red and just urging. It just want, it's basically an ID, an IED in a Manila folder. So I don't dare run for office. Just. 18 years on the radio has given them so much slop to throw in front of the DFL hogs. It just wouldn't be funny. Uh, I mean, it's and, and Jason Lewis had to fight that himself. Uh, by the way, nothing but respect for Jason Lewis. He was the host I always wanted to be when I grew up. So good friend of the show and, and of mine. So at, at any rate. I got involved in 2010, and I was there when the Republican Party establishment nationally and to some extent in here in Minnesota turned on the Tea Party, which, lest you've forgotten, or if you're too young to remember, uh, the Tea Party was probably the most idealistic political movement I've ever seen, more than anything I've ever seen from the left in terms of just pure, raw idealism unleashed on the political street. I mean, these were, it was relentlessly inclusive everyone was welcome a good chunk of the party was disaffected democrats who realized that they were not going to get to keep their doctor not going to keep their health plan and they were right a good chunk of, i mean I, I spoke the night at 2010 tax day tea party rally and i said how many of you are democrats out there eh, probably about 10 15 percent of the crowd raised their hands said, hey you're all among friends they got a round of applause for coming over to the, to the bright side of the force and the establishment of both sides took their darndest shot at slandering the Tea Party out of, ex- out of existence. It, bits and pieces of it still exist out there. There's still groups that call themselves the Tea Party. Some of them still fly the idealistic standard of, of smaller government, fairer taxes, more accountable uh, government bodies, but not all of them. We'll go into that some other time. But... It was interesting in 2012 when Ron Paul took his second shot at the presidency and the Ron Paul supporters came and looked at all the Tea Party people in the eye and said, you guys are the establishment. And it it prompted me to realize what the difference was between an establishment rhino, Republican in name only, and an iconoclastic outsider. And that difference is being elected to anything, ever. I mean, you look at all the people who were elected in the Tea Party class of 2010. And two of my favorite Minnesota politicians, uh, Representative Mary Franson from, from Alexandria, very much a Tea Party Republican, very much a conservative, one of the most rock-ribbed conservatives in Minnesota politics, and Senator Michelle Benson, and who's been a senator up in Ham Lake since 2010, uh, is a candidate for governor. I say this not by way of endorsing anyone for governor, but, uh, you know, Michelle Benson's a, a solid conservative, was part of the Tea Party class, has lived that identity, lived that agenda in office, both of them, 
along with many of their classmates in office, like Dave Osmek and, and, and Senator Dave Osmek, a longtime friend of this broadcast, uh, they have all lived out and voted according to those Tea Party ideals. Uh, Senator Dave Thompson, another great example, member of the Tea Party class, exactly. And they've all lived out those ideals, and yet, come 2012, the Ron Paul crowd came along. Uh, crowd came along, and they they had a big surge in 2012. For those of you who remember, they essentially dominated the state convention. They dominated many of the congressional district conventions. They 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 played the process the way it's supposed to be played. They brought their people. They organized their people. They organized them like it was a Cold War spy thriller, but it worked. They all but controlled the party for a good year or two there. Most of them went home. Some of them are still involved, just like the Tea Partiers there. A lot of them are still involved. But they looked us in the eye and said, you're the establishment. And we've been the establishment for one cycle. (laughs) And by the way, it was an establishment that held, took and held control of the entire Minnesota state legislature. So, and and had a lot of great, uh, great effects on government in Minnesota. King Banyan, by the way, was another member of that class, uh, 2010. Uh, and, and, and he he certainly he as much as anyone governed according to that set of ideals that the Tea Party brought to the fore. And the Republican Party, uh, the, the wave of activists that came in 2012, looked looked to the Tea Party and said, yeah, you guys are the establishment. I don't know that they said you're rhinos per se, but we've had that one as well. You get people who have voted. Over the course of many legislative sessions, overwhelmingly Republican, whose rhetoric is completely acceptable to all of us as conservatives, I have to suspect. And you get people who come out of the woodwork and say, yeah, you guys are rhinos. And the basis for that, by the way, is almost always votes on one omnibus bill or another. And of course, these omnibus bills are designed by the parties in control to wedge the opposition party because they force you to vote either abstain from the vote or vote against on principle or vote for it and be accused of impurity to your principles. That's what they are there for. They are technically unconstitutional, but no one's been able to uh, bar them from use. And they are entirely intended to wedge the party that's not in power. And they do a wonderful job of it. So we'll talk about that when we come back. The term rhino and how it needs to be, unlike the actual animal, needs to be rendered extinct. 651-289-4488, 651-289-4488, Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing 
bringing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. In his latest book, Eric Metaxas presents the unraveling of atheism. Finding so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Join us for Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, April 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new science-based evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit and sharp logic will make this event come to life. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, you depend on us for the right perspective on the day's biggest issues and stories, so here's another way we're going to keep our mission going to keep you informed each and every day, SalemNewsChannel.com. This is a news channel that loves America and is darn proud to say it. So, you can watch your favorite hosts like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Sebastian Gorka, Larry Elder, and the whole channel, really. Brilliant's freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to what we do. We put truth ahead of agenda, although our agenda is the truth, and we will not be bullied by big tech, big left, big anything, all of them. Anyway, it's available on Roku and your top streaming platforms, or use the free app. It is the antidote to the mainstream media. Go to am12athepatriot.com or salemnewschannel.com, and you will say it out loud. Yes, indeed. I did work in Top 40 Radio. How could you tell? 651-289-4488, the number to call. We're talking about the, the word rhino. And this has been my enduring frustration. And this is the frustration I have with, with a number of activists, including a number of people very close to me, uh, including, including one, let's just say, former radio uh, personality who, who, with any luck, will be back on the radio again one of these days soon, perhaps on the station, perhaps somewhere else, or perhaps this person has had enough of the rat race. Either way, God bless him. This person, I cannot recall this person ever liking 
ever finding a single Republican acceptable. I know this person had a longstanding beef with Tim Pawlenty because of a political, let's just say, contest with the former governor. Many of you have figured out who I'm talking about, but I'm going to be stay oblique here just for the sake of polity. And OK, there is a solidly conservative case to be made that, that if conservatives would have been much happier with Brian Sullivan running for uh, governor in 2002. Uh, Tim Pawlenty won. He run, won for much the same reason that Mark Dayton won. Uh, it's, I think it's fair to say much the same reason Mark Dayton won eight years later, because the Democrat field was split by a strong third-party candidate. In this case, Tim Penny, an actual third-party candidate, as opposed to Tom Orner, who was a Potemkin uh, fake Republican uh, put up by big lefty money to sap votes away from Tom Emmer. I think that's fair to say. Nonetheless, Tim Pawlenty was... At that time in history, I think it's fair to say the most conservative person who could have been elected governor of Minnesota. Brad Carlson says this is a blue state. I'm going to say this is a a dull, moldy purple state at best. And we have we're kind of blue around uh, blue down in the core because that's the metro area. And fairly or foully, the metro area controls the politics of this state. I mean, it's lately it's been in the ascendant. Now, that may change. Over time, that may change if the Republican Party gets a whole lot better at reaching outside of its base. And by the way, that is where the future lies. I mean, the Republican Party is strong as can be in places like Mary Franzen's Alexandria, where Mary Franzen will win with a three-digit margin. I've, I've encountered her opponent on social media. He'll be lucky if he breaks zero, I think. He's just, just a hapless, hapless person. And the fact that he has people like Mike McFeely speaking for he's a Fargo talk show host who's just of which the less said, the better. I mean, he's something about the the fact that that people who come to progressive talk after spending years describing grown men chasing balls around fields and they bring that level of intellectual accomplishment to their political talk. I'm talking about Mike McFeely. I'm talking about Keith Olbermann. I'm talking about Ed Schultz. Of course I am. There's something they all have in common. Two things. They have the entitlement that comes from being lifelong sportscasters. And they're idiots, every last one of them. But I think, not to say that those are linked in any way. Coincidental, absolutely. I've known some brilliant sports journalists, I have. But places like Alexandria, Mary Franzen is going to walk to her, uh, what, seventh term here, I think, fairly easily this fall. You go out to Benton County, uh, you go out to Grant Township. These places are... the. Republican Party is the water in which candidates swim. Uh, Julia Coleman will waltz back into office, and deservedly so. I mean, she, she's, she's great. Longtime friend of this broadcast. Uh, people from these solid Republican districts are going to do just fine. Problem is, and I've noted this over and over again, we're not growing any new Republicans in Benton County. We're not growing any new Republicans in Lackey Parle County. They continue to come out and vote overwhelmingly Republican, but they aren't getting any bigger. They aren't getting any more powerful now. Over the long term, that may change. But until the Republican Party comes into places like Minneapolis, St. Paul, Roseville, until it starts figuring out how to reconquer places like Bloomington, where they used to make it at least a battle, places like Shoreview, where... Six years ago, eight years, six, eight years ago, the Republicans still sent state representatives from Shoreview, Circle Pines, New Brighton. 
They were at least contested back then. But the great sort is sorting itself out. Republicans are moving elsewhere. Democrats are moving into the city. Republicans are moving out of the city. There were two Republicans identified on my block at the last election, and the other guy moved out last fall. (laughs) He'd had enough. The riots were all it took for him. He's been gone for about a year now. So I'm it on my block right now. And yet, as people as diverse as Joel Kotkin and uh, James Carville have pointed out, and, and as by the way, as the 2020 election results showed, which showed that more African-Americans voted for Trump than any Republican since since Richard Nixon in his first attempt. There's an opportunity to be had there. And yet, once we get through the convention, Dime will get you a dollar that, given a choice between going to a big-money fundraiser in Orono and coming into the city to talk to charter school parents and try and convince them to break with decades of tradition and vote for Republican, they will stay out in Orono. And all of these inner city votes that are there waiting to be swayed will remain unchallenged. No one will challenge that belief. And why should they, by the way, have their beliefs challenged when they see a Republican Party that is so busy engaged in shooting uh, itself in the foot on full automatic as part of a circular firing squad where half the party considers itself too pure too pure to come out and work for, vote for, contribute to the other half of the party. It gets difficult here, folks. We'll talk more about that next hour. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you. And all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions. Plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, you'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, 
and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through, American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. AM 1280, the Patriot is W. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.